Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steve M. Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Welcome, 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 and uh, we are here with another episode of Episodes in Troubled Thinking. I am joined by my fellow coach, Steve M. Nash, and today I'm your host and transformative coach, Antti Vanhanen. How are you today, Steve? Hello, Antti. I am okay. I think I'm okay, but we'll be talking about that very soon. I know we will. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I know I'm okay. But I also feel not okay. Right. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting place to be, feeling feeling uh, both sides of the coin at the same time, so to speak. Yes, it is. It is indeed. Mm. So, um, what would you like to to discuss today or explore with me? Well, it's funny you should ask me that question, Nancy. Um, I had thought we could talk about separate realities. Huh. Separate realities, because I thought, oh, yeah, separate realities. And I was thinking about how I was feeling, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, maybe it's separate realities. And then just before we started talking, I then wrote down on my hand, people-pleasing, because I then could notice how, oh, yeah, I do the people-pleasing sometimes, and maybe that's why I'm feeling troubled. And so what I think I would like us to talk about is feeling troubled. Mm, I like that. It's uh it's it's very fitting with uh, with the name of this podcast, so <laughs> it it is, yes. So I will just witter on it for a few moments. Obviously I feel troubled. There's nothing to do here, I just feel troubled. So what? Hmm. I'm noticing that I don't like feeling troubled in its low level. I'm also noticing, as I've just said, that I'm trying to put it onto something. Oh, it's because of separate realities and maybe I need to explore that. No, no, no. No, it's because of I, I people please and why do I do that and what's what's all that about? Why am I still doing that? And so I'm, I'm, I notice I'm, I feel troubled and I'm thinking, what is that? What is it? How can I make it? You know, when I know what it is, then I'll be able to sort of talk to it and make it go away. It's okay, I know we're here now, off you go. So it's like I, I seem to have this tendency to, I'm noticing a tendency to try and explain away mm. what I'm feeling. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's, a, there's a troubledness, which I'm glad, because maybe yesterday I wasn't feeling troubled. I'm glad I'm feeling troubled, because now I can... Have you talked to me about it? <laughs> well, well, I'm uh, I'm glad you uh, you wanted to explore this topic because this is something that I think all the listeners can can relate to, and indeed any any human being can can relate to being troubled. Because um, I think I just read yesterday somewhere somebody wrote that um, the the human species is uh, is an is a very emotionally volatile one, <laughs> and I thought that was a wonderful way to way to put it because I don't I look at most other animals 
and sure, you see moods in, in, in cats and dogs um, and all kinds of other animals, but they don't seem to be quite as volatile as we are from one moment to the next doing um, a complete role reversal in, in a matter of sometimes seconds, if not minutes. So mm. uh, tell me a little bit more uh, about this um, you know, feeling troubled and, and how that's manifesting for you. Well, I, I guess it's like a feeling maybe in my chest. Maybe there's a feeling there. Hmm. But I guess I, I think I noticed this feeling trouble because I seem to be inquiring about outside circumstances, outside situations like like a financial situation, say, or relationship situation, or um, I'm feeling a little bit lonely. Maybe I don't have as much... I'm thinking about my weekend and who will I go out with and who will I see and oh, uh, my friends are busy and mm. that seems to trouble me. So it seems, it seems, I only seem to know that I'm troubled because I'm finding fault with something in the outside, if that makes mm. any sense. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I, I think this is such a, a wonderful quirk with the human mind. Uh, I notice it in myself, but I particularly notice it uh, in my wife, actually. That when when she's she has a um, uh, a low state of mind, so she's not feeling good. She's feeling troubled. That's usually the moment when she brings up everything that's kind of fits with that feeling. So you know she might just be feeling troubled, but then all of a sudden it's like ah, oh, you know our our daughter will never you know go to sleep in 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 under an hour in the evening. You know it's it's all pointless. I'm sick of this. You know, I can't keep doing this for much longer. Um, it might be about money. It might be about her mother-in-law, i.e. my mother. It could be about any of those things. And they only really seem to, I notice that they only really ever come up when she's in this particular state of mind. It's almost as if the mind is, is primed to notice these things when, when it's in that particular state. And all of, in that particular state, it's, it's used to seeing these things in, in circumstances and they, they somehow seem to match, you know, in that, in that moment. They're, they're matched, that, and there seems to be causality there. Yes. But then, you know, you know, something happens, a little bit of time goes by, and your, your thinking ebbs and flows as it does, and all of a sudden, the, the same things don't seem problematic or difficult or, or complex or troubling anymore. And, and you can't even really recall, why was I so troubled about it to begin with? Is that is that something that you know jives with your experience? Sometimes, sometimes. I know. That some of the things I sort of latch onto when I'm feeling troubled are things I've latched onto for much of my life, like. Mm. I believe I don't have many, many friends. Mm. Um, and then, then you explore that thought and then more trouble comes and, uh, and then it just builds up this kind of, and then it's almost, it's kind of proving it. It's proving that you actually, yes. life, life is crappy. Um, yeah. So yeah, yes, of course, sometimes I'm not thinking this. Sometimes I think it and, I don't have that response. I just I'm amused by the thought. Mm. Um, it, it's it, 
sometimes I'm sort of I wake up in the morning and before you know it either a feeling or a thought seems to have grabbed hold of me and I'm sort of dancing with it in a somewhat macabre way and I can't seem to let go of that then I don't know I mean there's no problem but but it's it's kind of annoying yeah yeah Uh, when I look at um, my own life it's it's so easy to say in retrospect that that it was all my thinking but when the when the thinking kind of it ebbs and flows I think Gary Kramer used to use use the words that we we kind of fluctuate between the spiritual and the physical worlds and and when we have a you know like a clear mind a high level of consciousness then we are you know we're free to just let the let the spirit flow and, and do its thing and we're not too bothered about the outcomes and, and the problems and the potential risk and so forth. We just we just do what seems like a good idea in the moment. And then our thinking at some point it it, it ebbs again. And uh then all of a sudden the our thinking starts to look real. That the circumstances start to look like, oh no, this is really causing it. Like the the you know, the number in my bank account or the number of and, you know, inches I have in my pants or whatever it is, you know, it might be, it becomes like a real thing and starts, it seems like it's causing our feeling. And it's, it's, it's fascinating to, to notice the two. And like you've said yourself, there really isn't anything to do there. There's just, you know, you notice that this is just one of those, you know, days I'm having, experiences I'm having. And, and I think the more we, we think about what we're thinking, the more kind of we add thought to it. And the same thing with all coping strategies. And, and I think what you mentioned earlier is that uh, you have sort, sort of some of these coping strategies that you've kind of developed over the years that when you're in a particular uh, state of mind, feeling a little bit troubled, there are certain things that you do or think about. And, and I think a lot of times those habitual patterns, they are some ways there, there are uh, they're coping strategies that we, that we learn to use as a way of, of getting over something or you know, not letting the, the, the feeling get too overwhelming. Yeah. I think I'm... I think what's going on for me is I'm, I'm making it mean something. Yeah. Maybe if I'm troubled, I can't... I don't understand the three principles or, or I, I, I can't be a good coach or... Yeah. Or I'm not safe. Mm. I'm not okay, and I can't tell I'm making it mean something. I'm not. I don't know that I'm doing that, but it kind of feels like what I'm thinking about isn't really the problem. Mm. I. Um, this is something that I've been thinking a lot about over the last two, three days, actually, and. A lot of times in the, the three principles people, they just like to say that it's it's all your thought and it's in no way connected to your circumstances. That it's just the, the ebb and flow of the spiritual energy, i.e. thought. And that's all good and fine, and I believe that, but I think there needs to be a little bit more nuance for, for more people to understand this, because if that was really the case, why, um, why don't people be happy and overjoyed more often when they get fired or when they get rejected when they when they approach somebody else to ask them for a date or something why is it that it's predominantly those are negative experiences 
right? Because, I mean, if it was just the, mm. if, if it was purely the ebb and flow of our thinking, then it'd be like a 50-50 thing what you might feel about any particular thing. You, know, you might break your leg and say, like, no, it hurts, but, you know, it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a cool experience. You know, I'm not, I'm not too bothered. And, and some people, you know, like, you know, maybe, I don't know, two out of a hundred, just, you know, making that number up. Uh, they might feel that way. But the other 98, they'll probably feel pretty crappy about those things. And I, in, in my mind, the, the reason for this is that what you just said is, is, is meaning that thoughts are neutral. You know, we're just constantly getting new thoughts, that they're kind of like listening to commercials on radio or watching them on TV. And then when we hear like a commercial, then it's like, oh, that seems like, you know, it, it would be, it's the right one for me. Then, you know, we go and we buy that product. That's kind of like what we do with, with thoughts that we particular mm -hmm. thought like, oh, that's true. You know, maybe it says that, you know, this is happening because you're not good enough or, you know, this is happening because you're not attractive enough or, you know, this, ha this is happening because you're not enlightened enough. And we, we kind of say like, oh, that kind of seems, sounds true. And then we give that thought meaning. And when we do that, um, when we give a, me a thought meaning, it starts to create our experience. And then when we do that, when we repeat that process more often, it becomes habitual thinking, kind of like Pavlov's dog. You know, every time he heard the bell, bell rang, he would start salivating because he had been conditioned that the bell ringing meant food. Yeah. And, and I think that's why we've been so conditioned from a, such a young age that, that how, how things are, uh, our external circumstances, getting a raise, you know, uh, winning a game, um, you know, getting the girl, all these things that they cause positive, positive emotions. And that's why a lot of times they do come across as positive. But the reason that they, they might, they might be positive for a moment because that kind of seems what we were wanting for. And we might even catch them right on the upswing of, of our, of our thoughts. But sooner or later, you know, our, our thinking is going to, you know, it's going to dip again. And all of a sudden we realize that even though we got it, it actually, it's not the thing that was making me happy. You know, our, my experience is, is, is caused by the yeah, for thinking. That's the fundamental thing. But in, in momentarily, we can kind of, um, we can associate this, uh, habitual thinking or this meaning that we have assigned to certain events and, 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 and feelings and so forth. Does that make sense to you? It kind of does. I mean, I, I kind of know about the illusion of reality and, um, the illusion, the outside in sort of paradigm of how pervasive it is. Mm. Uh, so I, 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 I know that. I, I get that. I know that about ebb and flow. I, there is nothing up. Mm. However, so how, how about yourself mm. when you're feeling troubled? How is that experience for you? Maybe troubled because of your daughter, or maybe troubled because of thoughts about your relationship, or maybe troubled because of some thought that you've had when you, you were very young that still kind of comes back and haunts you. Hmm. What? How does it? How does it work? I mean, I, I hear what you've just said about it's not your thinking, even though it looks like it. Hmm. But 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 say it. When the rubber hits the road, mm. tell me about that. Well, throughout the most of my life, I've been quite um, sensitive to uh, how I'm feeling. And 
if I felt troubled, I wanted to push it away to, um, you know, overcome it somehow. And, and sometimes I just do something that I enjoy doing and I've, and you know, then I kind of take my mind off it that I don't think about. It. And then, you know, sooner or later it seems to disappear by itself. But I've, but what I've come to see now more recently is that that's also kind of like, um, a form of coping strategy that I'm trying to cope with the feeling of, of being troubled. And what I'm doing more, and actually this week in particular, what I've been doing more is that I don't really, I try not to really pay attention to how I'm feeling. That whatever I'm doing, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm troubled. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll still do what I do or I'm not feeling particularly productive or, or, or motivated or inspired or creative. That's all right. I, I still kind of keep working and, and I, I follow my, my intuition wherever it takes me in that moment. Do you know what I mean? That I don't, I try to spend, I try not to spend any extra thinking around, um, how I'm feeling when I'm feeling troubled because I think early on I understood that, you know, when I was avoiding, I realized that thinking about it usually just made it worse. And so what I used to do was like, um, distract myself and then kind of like that way, let my, my mind settle. And now what I'm doing is trying to basically do the same thing, but without any coping strategy. Just, just letting it be what it is. And I think you said in our previous podcast is, uh, something that I really, I really took home was that just marvel kind of the, the, the variance, all the different things that, that my, my mind is able to, to create for me, all the different experiences and just enjoy the whole damn show. And that's what I'm trying to do more. That okay, like this is what grump is. Okay, I'm gonna have a grumpy day. Let's see how long it lasts, and and just go with that. And you know, just not try to cope. It, not try. To, not kind of making the judgment in my my mind that the feeling troubled or insecure or unmotivated is a is a bad thing. It's just it's just what it is. It's not, it's not caused by anything. It's not caused by my daughter or my wife or my 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 job or more my bank account. Although it might look in those moments, but but knowing that it's not. Kind of allows me to just 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 leave it be and and in a way kind of carry on about my day. Well, thank you. I guess I'm. I guess I'm doing that a little. I think I'm frustrated that a troubled feeling comes. And there, there are things for me to hook it onto, um, mm. a relationship situation, family dynamic, mm. a story. Mm. Let's just call it a story. Yeah. I guess I'm frustrated that I have stories. I think I'm frustrated, tired maybe, um, about the stories that don't go away, and maybe even... I see new stories, so, like I'm I'm sort of being with myself more mm. and more, and sort of being stiller, and so certain things, I'm not I'm not responding to certain sort of stimuli, certain thoughts. They kind of I'm letting them go, but other thoughts come mm. that I may not have seen. That might be about me, about might be about my behaviour, might be I don't know. It's just I guess I'm kind of seeing a bit more of myself, and sometimes 
YC I don't like. Hmm. There's a real sense of sometimes I have a real tiredness of myself. It's like like we've probably said before. It's it's a funny thing to be tired of, but it's yeah, it's kind of just a tiredness of of my way of seeing things, of my not seeing things how other people see them, and hmm. I guess that's a separate realities thing. It feels to me that people talk about the three principles a certain way. There's a lot of um, uh, mentioning of Sidney Banks and marvelling at his enlightenment experience and encouragement to talk about him quite mm. often. And I, and I just don't care to do that. It doesn't seem important to me. Mm. And yet, we're encouraged. And I, 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 what do I make of that? And sometimes I make of that that I'm doing it wrong. Mm. That my way isn't the right way. You see what I make of it, and that, that's just an example of of like a little bit, some little trouble thinking where it goes. Mm. See what I mean. Yeah, um, that was very interesting. Uh, what you said in general, but particularly, I, 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 my kind of, I perked up when you said that you kind of sometimes tired of yourself and your your own way of, of thinking about things yeah. and and to to me it sounds like there's still um, a layer of thought you know there kind of uh, that forms your identity in your mind right because who we really are it's it's kind of just it's it's new all the time you know we're getting new thoughts and ideas but when we have a, a a sense of self, like a concept of who we are and who we want to be and, and, and our best self and all these things. Um, it can, it can get in, it can get in the way of, of all those, hearing those new thoughts and, and those new ideas and, and exploring the unknown. And, and I just wonder that, um, maybe this is what you're, what you're kind of reacting to really is, is, is not actually who you really are because that's, uh, that's a very fluid and dynamic and ever changing thing. But the thinking that you have in place about yourself, maybe you're reacting to that and you're tired of those thoughts. Yes, maybe I am. Um, it's interesting, isn't it, to be tired of a thought. Mm. To be tired of a thought. I, several years ago, I had certain, I, I was in, um, I'd broken up with my girlfriend and I was trying to go and see somebody else, maybe uh, three, four months, or a year later, and somehow I got I had a lot of thinking about it. I had so much thinking about it. I did. I wanted to have a relationship, but not to sort of let down my ex-girlfriend and uh, to stay friends with her. So There's a whole lot of management, a whole lot of trying to control. Even though I didn't think that's what I was doing at the time, mm -hmm. but I was trying to manage it. And I and I got very, very, very tired of those thoughts because I actually got I actually got fatigued physically mm. physically fatigued um, and so but it's strange to be tired of a thought yeah like it's, it's I, I just it's madness I just um, heard somewhere and I can't remember where I where I saw it or who who who, who said this but they said that um, goals are also just thoughts and, and no thought is meant to be set in stone in your mind forever because we get tired of it. That's not how the mind works. So it's kind of like you're, we're building a dam, you know, identity and goals and all these other things, you know, 
our ideals and, and, and to, to a degree values, we create all these dams in our, in our minds and that prevent kind of thought from flowing freely. And, and that's a, that's a metaphor that, that I got from, from, from when I, when I heard or read that thing. And I wonder if, if you hear something in that. Could you say it again? Uh, well, any thought that you, you hold in place for a long time, that you kind of set in stone, that this is who I am, or this is how things should be, or this is a goal this, that I, I this, have to... This is how I think. Yeah, it's like any thought that you kind of set in stone, that, that you want to, you try to hold on to that thought so that it's unchanging, it's, it's set in stone, it's, it's, uh, it's permanent in your mind. Um, it's still just a thought, and, and I think thoughts were meant to be, um, you know, flowing and, and, and changing and evolving. And when we set it in stone, essentially what we're doing is, is we're creating um, like a dam in, in the river, in the river of thought that's preventing it from, from flowing freely. And I think that causes a lot of our frustrations. How, how does it, how does it relate to my being tired of a certain thought? Well, it sounds to me um, that you might have some thoughts about yourself, for instance, or how you should be, your ideal self, that you've just set in stone and, and, and you're holding on to those instead of letting, you know, new thoughts in to kind of like wash those away and or evolve them or change them or, or, or you know, anything of the sort. This, this idea of being set in stone, there are, there are some thoughts I have about myself that I've had a long time, mm. but I never ever think of them as set in stone, mm. even though they might actually, that might be what I'm doing, if you see what I mean. Mm. They, they, it doesn't feel like I've got thoughts set in stone. Maybe I think, you know, my, my example of um, how to sort of uh, keep two women happy, as it were, go out with one, stay friends with the other, how, how to do the impossible, how to, how to know how someone else is going to feel, how to mm. manage so, how someone's going to feel. Mm. Maybe it's that, like I have a way of thinking, it doesn't seem to resonate with many people, how I think. Especially maybe to do with the three principles understanding. What do I do about that? Do I carry on thinking that way, or do I change how I think so that I can res um, resonate, um, connect with other people? You know, so like manage. I'm, I'm, it seems like maybe I'm trying to manage, mm. and uh, and it keep, my keeping this thought, which seems reasonable to me, whether it is or it isn't, who knows. Mm seems to me to be making my life difficult mm. or, or not helping me or not helping me connect with people uh, so maybe it, that yeah. there's some kind of control thing happening yeah because i was going to kind of point to that that you know when you, when you say that um does it feel to you that you're you're coming from a place of, of love or from a place of fear what does it feel more like to you 
I guess it's more of a fearful place. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me too. There's, you know, I um, I've uh, I started writing a book last year called "Can I Be Me and Can You Be You," hmm. and it was basically around the notion of can I think one thing and can you think another. And can that be okay? And it was, I was kind of verbalizing it out loud because I, I think inside, inside me, I don't think I can. I don't think it's safe for me to think left and for you to think right. And maybe the way I, the way I look at things... But isn't that it, how dancing works? Because <laughs> your left is the other person's right. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess. Yeah. But it's also, you know, people also step in time with each other. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's, there's opposites and there's also alignment. Absolutely. Um, I, again, I'm kind of just guessing at some meaning or some thought that's kind of buried in me that I don't really need to explore. But there's some kind of, there's some kind of fear of um, conflict or dissonance or opposite yeah it, it it sounds a little bit like it's um it's it somehow it revolves around um acceptance and and approval and um you know not disappointing someone else in in, in general and uh, would you would you say that's accurate uh, well that's probably why i was thinking about people pleasing yeah. i've kind of noticed oh this people pleasing thing Oh, there we go again, and it's almost, it feels like people pleasing, at least to me, and in how I'm experiencing it or noticing, feels like another form of control. Mm. Yeah. How do I get that person to like me or to, to stay, want to stay friends with me or to stay, still want to be my girlfriend or, I don't know, yeah, it kind of feels like that. Yes. And that's, I guess it, Weirdly, me seeing that, I don't feel liberated by seeing that. I go, oh, blimey. Mm. But nearly swore. Um, you know, like, for goodness sake. <laughs> and there's a disappointment in me. Yeah. I'm just some kind of half-assed control freak who, you know, I, I use people-pleasing as a form of control. I don't really know how I'm doing it. It doesn't work. I don't really like people-pleasing, but there I go. Yeah. I'm seeing some sort of inept, inept control freak, I suppose. Mm. And then you have uh, judgments and thoughts around seeing that. Absolutely, I do. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's kind of um, gets gets to the heart of it. You know, you have a you have a thought, or or you know, like a feeling in some moment that um, you know you're not feeling good, and then you look around and you say like, oh, you know, I'm feeling lonely. It must be because I don't have enough friends, or uh, you know, like I don't have my relationships aren't fulfilling enough or whatever it might be. Yeah. And, and then like, and that's, that's okay. I mean, that's, that's what we all do. We, we have a feeling and then we look around and we, especially when it's out, when we're feeling, um, hello, cause we're feeling high. A lot of times we don't even bother to think about what it is. Oh yeah. You know, it's probably because I got a promotion and the weather is nice and like, it doesn't really matter. Cause I'm just, I'm just enjoying this feeling. And when we, when we feel low, so the first thing we do is we kind of tend to look around at kind of like at a, the world around us, the circumstances, the people and the events in our lives. And, and that's normal. But I think where we really start to kind of steer into trouble is that when we have that one thought, you know, for example, that, you know, I'm lonely and then we look around 
And it's like, oh, it must be because, you know, like not enough friends or not enough meaningful relationships. And then we have thoughts around those thoughts. And, and, yeah. and then, and then the whole thing starts to become such a massive mental creation that we, we totally lose track of what's the beginning and the end of it. And, and it's kind of like losing yourself in a movie because it's so gripping. It's so realistic that we forget that we're actually just watching a movie and it's not a real thing. And, you know, if somebody just, you know, if the phone rings or somebody turns on the lights, we're like, oh, yeah, it was a movie. But we just get so caught up in it because there's so much thinking happening. You know, what's interesting is I am so much happier, less anxious, less worrying than I used to be five or years ago or ten years ago. Mm. You know, really, the difference is massive. Mm. Um and I, when I was kind of troubled, maybe five or ten years ago, it would last a long time. I would be pointing outwards at certain people that didn't behave how I want them to, or or maybe frustrated at myself that I couldn't kind of create some kind of connection. And then maybe I need to learn something mm. more. So head, head for a self-help book. Um, and it lasts a long time. Now I'm so much more at ease. I'm mm. so much more relaxed. Really sort of um, trying to think what the word is. Uh, anyhow, I can't think what it is. Perversely. Perversely. <laughs> when a disturbance comes in this kind of calm, this 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 lovely, this ebb and flow that kind of makes sense to me and I'm okay with it. But when, the, when a little bump comes, even though it's a tiny bump, mm. it's tiny. Somehow, because I'm kind of looking in, I magnify it and I explore it a great deal. I mean, maybe in the past I would be exploring that person's behavior mm. with a great, so I'm going out and, but now I'm just fo focusing on myself. So maybe that's what you've just said, but yeah. I think it's these little bumps. I'm just, I'm, I find myself exploring them and making them big with a magnifying glass, really mm. magnifying this tiny little bump. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a blip. And if I, if I wasn't feeling so good, I wouldn't even notice it because I'd be mm. noticing a much bigger problem. Yeah. But it, but it's, it hooks me in and off I go. I notice separate realities. I'm thinking they see it this way, they see it that way, the others see it this way. This, you know, like when it comes to, to, to movies or pop music, some forms of music, some forms of film, I'm really popular. Hmm. And some are not, even though both artists, both filmmakers are equally talented. Hmm. So there's kind of a judgment on that. I feel I have a way of seeing the world or being with the world that isn't popular. And so I'm, I'm, in, the ex I'm in the separate realities. I'm trying to think, oh yeah, separate realities. And I seem to be creating a reality that doesn't seem to resonate with a lot of people. And then I'm noticing my people-pleasing thing. I'm doing that too. And I, I'm sure if I kind of sat for a few moments, I could probably think of another thing, another way that my sort of discomfort finds a place to live. Yeah, uh, when, when you say that, that kind of reminds me a little bit of how the, uh, the pharmaceutical industry works and, and today's medicine that, you know, we don't really have health care in the world. It's more it's disease care that we have. And so, you know, somebody goes into a hospital and they have some kind of a problem. And let's say, you know, they feel depressed. And rather than really figure out what's causing it, we say, like, well, here, have Prozac or some other medicine. 
and then we give this person Prozac. The person takes Prozac. And, well, the Prozac, you know, makes him a little bit flat, and, you know, they kind of lose their libido. So, right, let's prescribe him something to kind of perk him up and maybe, you know... Uh, so we basically start medicating the side effects of the original medicine. And then that kind of, like, tends to... We, we keep going, and we try to find make this, like, mix... Uh, like a cocktail mix of, of, of medicines that somehow uh, achieves everything. And, and sometimes I find that that's what we do as um, as human beings is that we start, you know, coping uh, around a, a particular feeling. And then we realize, ah, oh, but that's causing this. And then we try to kind of develop another coping behavior to mitigate those kind of negative things that we see and we just kind of keep adding to this cocktail that we that we then end up end up living through yes very confusing mm. i think medication wise and i don't know if this is true or not but it feels true all this medication going through our body just takes away the the wisdom of the body the yeah, healing yeah. power of the body and maybe this kind of fascination with, oh, is it, is it, am I people pleasing too much? Oh, it's, uh, you know, people live in different realities and uh, I don't create a, a popular reality. Oh, uh, thinky, thinky, thinky versus mm. not think. Yeah. Return. I'm just disturbed. I'm just, I'm just disturbed. I'm just disturbed. Oh, I'm not disturbed anymore. Yeah. Until the next time. Exactly. And there will be a next time. Well, I'm still feeling a bit disturbed now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might as well enjoy it while it lasts. Ah, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm I my daily reset for today, and I can't get it. Can I get it? No, I can't get it. Was about uh, welcoming the disturbances, mm. the guests, mm. in a in a nod to um, the guests by Jaladin Rumi. It's a lovely poem about welcoming visitors to your home. And, and, and so my daily research was about, could I welcome the guests? Mm. And sometimes the answer is no. I, I am not welcoming, but I will. I am going to welcome them. I am. I like the idea of welcoming my feeling, disturbed, exploring it, just being with it, mm. no judgment. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit crappy, feeling a bit disturbed, uh, I don't quite know why. Yeah. Although I've kind of rambled on for a little while, trying to attempt to explain why. No, I think you. I think it's been. Uh, it's it's been great what you've been saying. Um. And and it sounds to me like you're you're seeing it, at least more clearly than you were before we started talking. Yes, I'm, I mean we'll 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 stop talking. We'll stop speaking to each other on Skype. Mm. I will get in my car. I'll drive into town. I'll have a cup of coffee. It's so shiny here. Mm. It will go. Yeah. Something else might come in its place. It might may well do. It mm. seems that when I'm kind of off, as you put it, a low state of mind or mm. a low mood or, you know, the getting out of the bed the wrong way, yeah. it seems when that happens, I create disturbance. I seem to be creating disturbances. I, I, 
and sometimes I might grab hold of them and maybe I'll do that a bit more um, it's, it's interesting because these, it's helpful talking to you now mm. and I like speaking with you Auntie. Mm, likewise but, but sometimes I know it's not helpful as well sometimes I don't need to go there it yeah. will. It we, is going to make. It's going to make this worse. I don't need to do that. Now yeah. I don't feel it's been like that in this case, but I kind of feel sometimes. No, no, I don't need to talk about it. Yeah. No, I don't need to talk about it. Just, I, I just, I it, Can we just be quiet or can we talk about yeah. something? Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes you just want to let let it be and and let it, you know, go when it's good and ready. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I know that feeling. I'm feeling a little better, Auntie. Thank you. Hmm. I'm happy to hear that. Well, I guess that's a good place to wrap up this episode, um, and uh, you know, get on with our days, and, and hopefully the, our our listeners will do the same. And we'll be back next week at the same time with a uh, with a new episode. So have a yeah. Do you want to say something? I'm just fascinated by these listeners that we may or may not be having to our podcast. And I was wondering if there are any there, maybe they could contact us for something that we might talk about. Sometimes we coach each other and sometimes we talk about a subject mm. in a more riffing kind of jamming way to see mm. what comes of it. And it has a different feel to coachy coach so if anyone's listening please get in touch say hi i don't know how they'll do that but i'm trust there'll be some mechanism for them to get in touch and um, let us know what they might want to want us to talk about sounds great and uh leave us a review uh those always help other people discover the podcast as well oh yeah yeah so with uh with those formalities out of the way uh thanks our listeners and We'll get back to you with a new episode next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Episodes in Troubled Thinking. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on iTunes, because this will help other listeners discover us as well. We hope you have a great week, and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week.